Hey guys, welcome to the One Delightful Podcast. Where we believe life should be simple. But awesome. I'm Katie. And I'm Philip. And we invite you to join us on a journey as we try to start a new business and grow our family. While trying to clear through the clutter of life to create space for what really matters. And trust us, if we can do it, anyone can do it. On today's show, we're going to play a holiday edition of Hum That Hook. We're going to talk about how we're going to try to implement the 12 days of Christmas. And just a preview, there will not be nine ladies dancing involved. Or will there? And we'll end with what do you recommend? Today's show is sponsored by One Delightful Shop and our holiday gift guide. Holy cow, there is so much stuff going on at One Delightful Shop. We've got lots of small, perfect gifts for you. I feel like this is where we shine, is the holiday season. I think so, because do you need a teacher gift? Do you need a Sunday school teacher gift? A mother-in-law gift. A mother's mother-in-law gift. A bus driver gift. Kissing cousins. What does that mean? (laughs) I'm not 100% sure. So if you want to shop from us this holiday, you can find us at OneDelightfulShop.com. And if you mention podcast, you get 15% off. Wow. That's steal. We're going to start today's show with a game that we call Hum That Hook. And today we're doing the holiday edition. And we had to step up our game because we tried this a few weeks ago. And it turns out it's a lot easier to guess the holiday songs because you know most of them, right? So here's how it's going to work. One of us is going to hum a holiday tune, and the other person has to guess it. Simple, right? So simple. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. It's something Candyland. Like I feel like I can. It's setting the stage for me, but I can't think of what the song's called. No, listen. Uh, is it a Marshmallow World? Listen closely. Okay. <laughs> Here, I'll go to the course. Nothing. It's isn't it's not obvious? No, what is it? Listen closely. Still nothing. Oh, Merry Christmas, Saint Nick. Oh. Beach Boys. Oh wow, okay. Beach Boys Merry Christmas, oh, Saint Nick. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that's a point for me. Okay. All right. Um, you ready? I'm ready. Mm. Oh, Wait, gosh. that's just one note. Okay, hold on, hold on. Um, I can't figure this out. Is it Mr. Out. Grinch? No, I know this song, but I'm trying. I tried to find a really hard one. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Oh my gosh, this is the worst humming job it of all time. It sounds like you might be throwing up a little bit. <sighs> I want to put on headphones and listen to it again. No way. You got to <laughs> just do it. I'm not getting it quite right. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm-mm. Oh, is that you, Santa Claus? That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I Sorry. It. I was like I trying to it. pick a really hard one. Louis Armstrong, Yeah, right? good job. Okay. Okay. Is that you, Santa Claus? <laughs> okay, here's my next one. No. Listen closely. Okay. Step into Christmas. Oh, you got it, Elton yeah. John. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Here we go. All right, I'm ready. I know what it is, but I you're gonna have to give me the melody. It's hard to because it's hard to think of. I know it's like it's the one that starts with like a jingle bells. You're doing the instrumental part, yes. but I don't know how the I don't know how the song kicks in. <laughs> you sort of sound like a dog that's just getting its leg broken. <laughs> I so if you could name it faster than Philip, let us know. But it is Joni Mitchell, the river. Oh, oh, the I wish I had a river. Yeah, that I starts with that little jingle bells thing. Huh. Well, there you oh, go. Yes. All right. Well, I think we can safely say that I won that by a lot, right? Are you sure we both got one? Also had another one that just came to me. Okay, this will be the time. Okay, but I it's like these obscure Christian. Christmas songs, it's hard to like retrieve the just the tune. Okay, well, Do you know the what I tune's mean? pretty important for this game um, to work. The thing is, you just look so <laughs> earnest while you're humming this song. I have no idea. Okay. I had to go hard for the tiebreaker. Okay. So give I it, think I won because I stumped you. Okay. Man, I know, I know. No, but I did see our church. You can check that out on DVD. No. Right. But you don't know the song name. I have no idea. What is it? Is the Eagles? It's another old Lang Syne by Dan Fogelberg. Oh, yeah. Dan Fogelberg. Yeah. Ah, famous classic rock. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's going to do it for this edition of Holiday Hum That Hook. And I guess you won. I stumped you. Congrats. (laughs) 
So, as we said on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the 12 days of Christmas. The 12 days of Christmas? You mean we're going to get into the song, but like a VH1 behind the music for the song, The 12 Days of Christmas? You do run a mean 12 days of Christmas game. There is. If you have little kids, there's a really fun, like, hand motion 12 days of Christmas you can do. But that's not what you're talking right. about. So, what I'm talking about is I love the idea of Advent, right? I mean, I love Christmas. Who, Who doesn't? doesn't? Just sick people. Jinx. You got me. Okay, I can't talk. Okay. So I'll just be running the rest of this episode by myself. So everybody loves Christmas, but it's also like you want to soak up as much as possible. Absolutely. But, and also in the Christmas season, it's really easy to feel guilty as a result of wanting to soak up as much as possible from right. the season. And I feel like December 26th, the traditional like secular Christian, excuse me, Christmas season sends, tends to shut down. And that kind of stinks because January, February, March is really long. We got a lot of winter left to get through. Got a lot of winter. So I heard about this idea called the 12 Days of Christmas, which is a really old idea. Obviously, we all know the song, but my friend Sarah, she posted about it last year about how her family was celebrating this. And I, as we've done research on the 12 Days of Christmas, it's really hard to find any info on it, right? Yeah, it's almost like a government conspiracy. (laughs) It's trying to cover up what the 12 Days of Christmas is. Yeah, but I, I think that it's more celebrated in Europe. And that it's based, like, it has deep roots in the church, right? Like, that, that okay, right from my me. research, it... Especially the 12 ladies dancing. No, that's 12 drummers drumming. <laughs> 11... Pipers piping. Oh, yeah, 10 lords a-leaping. Nine ladies dancing. Eight maids a-milking. Seven swans a-swimming. Okay, anyways... So we're not going to get into what all those things mean, because honestly, we don't know. But (laughs) the concept of the 12 days of Christmas is that Christmas starts on the 12 days starts on December 25th. Yeah. The idea is that Advent is a time of waiting and anticipation. So in some more liturgical or traditional churches, you don't sing any fun Christmas songs until like Christmas Eve. But the reason is because Advent is more about anticipation Mm -hmm. and then Christmas starts the celebration. Yeah. But if you're anything like us, what ends up happening is between Thanksgiving and Christmas, you try to get everything for Christmas ready, have a crazy holiday schedule and try to do a lot of Christmas like celebratory, anticipatory kind of things you feel guilty because you don't get much of it done. You feel haggard because there's so much stuff going on. Wrapping presents. And then it gets to Christmas and it's like a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening. But then like you go to bed on the 25th, you get up on the 26th and it's like... After Christmas Day sales. And a great sense of loss because you're like, oh, I was looking forward to this so much. I feel like I didn't enjoy it as well as I wanted to leading up to it. And now it's like over. Right. So we found this idea, and this year we're trying to sort of turn that on its head and say, hey, let's enjoy the hectic, you know, building up to Christmas season as much as we can, Mm -hmm. but then we're going to intentionally start the celebration on the 25th and let it go for 12 days, which is a time in our schedule when we typically have more time 
to be together and just enjoy the holiday. Right. Especially being in retail like I am. So I'm sure there's other people that have similar jobs that it's just a really busy time of year right before Christmas. A lot of times Christmas hits and I'm like, well, now I have time to relax because my shop's closed and, you know, we're traveling, but it suddenly doesn't feel like Christmas anymore. So I, and you know, I think I had read about Sarah posting about this on our way back from Christmas last year. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's brilliant. But it was a little bit hard to implement because, you know, we had just finished Christmas. So it felt weird to then be like, yes, we're going to keep celebrating. I feel like we're sort of double dipping. What do you mean? Like we celebrated before we celebrated during, and it just felt a little bit wrong, you know, to... (laughs) To keep celebrating after. <laughs> I think you're joking. But no, we were more just exhausted. And yeah. Thought, oh, this could be nice for next year. Right. So I. So what, what's the basic idea? The basic idea. So I've talked to a couple friends that do celebrate this. One is um, British. And my sister, when she was in Spain, said that the Catholic Church there has. Uh, they celebrate the 12 days more than Advent as well. So the basic gist of it is you just keep celebrating Christmas. So things that you feel guilty about not getting done during Advent season, like, oh, we never made that gingerbread house with the kids. Or for me especially, oh, I'm like way behind on my devotional for Advent starting on like day two. I'm already behind. Mm -hmm. So the great thing is you can keep your ideas of what you expect to do during the holidays or what you enjoy doing with your family during the holidays. And you just keep doing them after Christmas. Yeah. It's like you get 12 grace days to squeeze in all those fun Christmassy things. So as we started thinking about it, I think that at first we had in our head, oh, this will be something we plan out that has a lot of structure to it. But as we read about it and started thinking about how we could put it in our own like travel schedule and Christmas schedule, what we've discovered is it's more just the idea that take everything you feel guilty about not doing before Christmas and everything you shove in, try to shove into like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and just stretch it out however it works for you over 12 days. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of the ideas that we have that we're going to do and how it fits in our schedule. And our hope is that, you know, maybe you're inspired by that and want to try it too, because we're trying to have a guilt-free leading up to Christmas Mm -hmm. and try to take that week between Christmas and New Year's where we're really available and like really enjoy it together with all like the fun, festive Christmas stuff Yes, um, that we normally feel like weird about doing after Christmas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's break down some of the things we're talking about doing. Now I am going to plan a couple specific things personally, but it's because we have a lot of traveling over the holidays. So I thought it would be fun to have like a gift for the kids to open on like a long car ride just to help entertain them and to make it you know, not such a dud. So the gist of our schedule is a couple days before Christmas when school gets out, we're going to travel to Virginia to Katie's parents and spend three days there. You don't need to tell them our whole schedule. We're going to (laughs) travel to a undisclosed location at an undisclosed time, spend a few days there. Um, and then we'll have another trip to visit my family, um, who live in another undisclosed location in an (laughs) undisclosed place. (laughs) Is this the time where I should give my social security number? 
<laughs> no. No. Okay. And then we'll, so our, our schedule involves a few different like Christmas celebrations. Right. And a lot of travel. Yeah. So our schedule kind of lends itself to this as well, because we have, we see a lot of family after Christmas, but I'm guessing a lot of people are doing stuff like that. So maybe this will work well for you. So some ideas that we had for this was, I don't know about you guys, but our kids kind of get slammed with presents on Christmas day, which is so much fun. And I had so much fun when that went, when I was a kid, but I think as we've watched them on Christmas day, a lot of times there's like one or two things they're super excited about, and then they don't even get to like the other things. Right. So we're talking about the idea of doing stockings from Santa, whoever that is. I need to figure that out. Um, and anybody but the elf <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> gifts from family, et cetera, like whoever we're with on Christmas day, but still holding back some gifts to spread out over the holidays because I mean, they're not going to get to everything anyways. And honestly, it's super fun to be able to keep opening presents for days on end. It's kind of like Hanukkah. That's right. Doesn't it feel a little bit like Hanukkah? Maybe a little bit. But maybe it's because like when this kind of stuff was started, it was harder for people to get, you know, you travel to get together like really far. So maybe the idea was... You know how weddings like lasted like four days, stuff yeah, like totally, that. Everybody had to come in like a rickshaw. <laughs> so I wonder if maybe both of those. Well, never mind. Not the whole Hanukkah story, but the 12 days, maybe that's part of it. So we're intentionally spreading out present opening. Yes. And some of it's going to be connected to car trips. Yes. And then some of it is we're thinking like activities as well. Like we said, you know, things that you might have felt like, oh, I should get this done before Christmas. Um, I got a couple of like cheap crafts for our kids to do with their cousins. And I put it in a box thinking like, oh, maybe, you know, that could be our fun activity. Mm -hmm. Now I am not good at, I know some people do like Advent. Oh, we're doing one Advent activity a day. I don't think we found success with that. Don't you agree? I agree. Because then I think it just becomes like, uh, uh, do you know what I mean? Kids are whining about macaroni versus pasta. And then that they're like, oh, why do we have to do Advent too? Well, and or, maybe it's just because we're raising little monsters. Or it's just, I don't know. It's, it's too much for me. But I like the idea of having some things in mind that we want to do. Because like Philip said before, we're doing, we kind of do like a Christmas bucket list. And then this just gives you 12 more days to squeeze those things in. So I'm thinking like things like go see a movie together. Oh, go see Christmas lights. Yeah, go see Christmas lights. We even talked about the idea of if our kids got Christmas money from somebody, which they probably will. Like, Oh, part of Christmas is going to the store and letting them pick out something. Right, and so kind of just making memories with them. So that's the idea. And even some of that stuff would be things that you do anyway. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it does take on an additional special meeting it, when you connect that to, oh, and this is part of our continuing Christmas celebration. Right. And so I also, one more specific idea that I've seen is the idea of looking for the star. So 
You can talk about the epiphany since I know you did all that research. I did do that. <laughs> um, but so this is kind of like more of a Christian version of Elf on the Shelf, which I'm not a big fan of Elf on the Shelf. But I don't hate him. It's it's sla- it's half the obligation and half it's a little bit creepy. Yeah, I mean, especially when like there's a lot of mornings when the elf like gets put in the position where he's got like an empty beer bottle and a cigarette next to him. And it's like, oh, man, Elf, what have right. you been up to? Right. What and kind of example are you setting the for The weird our stuff about like, oh, you can't touch the Elf. Like we were helping my parents decorate their tree and Carter found the Elf and she touched it. And then like somebody's like, she's not supposed to touch it. And I'm like, this is just weird. Yeah. And then the Elf like is it like brandishing a pocket knife at one point. Okay. Philip's joking. But... <laughs> Judah is scared of pocket knives. I know that elf would be terrifying. <laughs> it's because one time my dad on Christmas day, let Judah use a pocket knife to open a toy and he cut himself accidentally, accidentally. It was innocent. Um, so the star, so the star is kind of like the elf on the shelf idea, but you have like a star that moves around the house that the kids have to look for every day. Because the idea of epiphany is that, 12 days after Christmas are when the Magi, like the wise men, ended up coming and seeing the baby Jesus. Right. It probably was actually like a lot after that. But right. In the so we should be celebrating Christmas for like 60 days, maybe. <laughs> maybe 120. Let's try to get to June. Present yeah. a day. But <laughs> the idea is that they were searching for the right. star after Christmas. Yeah. And then Epiphany is the celebration of them coming and finding baby Jesus and worshiping him there. So the and there's epiphany, a lot more loaded into okay. it, but the finding the star thing is connected to epiphany. Yes. And the, um, the, what was Which I is January say? 6th. Yes. And thank when you. the 12 days is supposed to yes, end. So it kind of gives it an official end too, which some people like, cause I think it can be like, oh, when, when do we take down the tree? You know? Oh yeah, I wasn't all even that kind of stuff. That. That's it, good. it helps kind of give it an end, and then some people have traditions based on that day as well. But I'm not super familiar with those. Did you see anything on that? It seems like most people that are doing the 12 days um, try to keep it fairly unstructured. So we're going to do a present this day. We're going to go see Christmas lights this day. We're going to bake Christmas cookies this day. Um, but for Epiphany for the last night. And the, don't they call that like a last night celebration? Yes, or something I have like heard that? that too. Maybe that's a time you could have friends over, have dinner or something like that to do like a celebration to end the 12 days of Christmas. Yes. But the star thing I like. So it's sort of an elf on the shelf idea, but starting on Christmas, a way that you can introduce what the special Christmas thing is for each day mm. is the kids go and look for the star. Yeah. And when they find it, that's how you know, what special is going to happen that day gets revealed to them. I thought that was a good idea. Yeah. And the star is watching you and knows what you're thinking. I'm joking. <laughs> I was like, man, this is like, this sounds a lot more like the Freemasons. <laughs> star is uh, terrifying. So that's the gist of it. The nice thing is that there's really not much to it. It's just keep celebrating Christmas for 12 more days. During the time when it's a lot easier to celebrate yes. than all the buildup. It gives you a guilt-free advent. Yeah. Maybe you can even shop some post-Christmas sales. I guess you would call not... it more like post-vent instead of advent. Yeah. 
My family wasn't really intentionally doing this when I was a kid, but one year we, the day after Christmas, we like had planned a fun trip to go with like my cousin and their family and stay in a nice hotel and eat nice meals together. And we got to go spend Christmas money at like, we went down to Charlotte, North Carolina, cause that's where the best shopping was near us. But we got to do post Christmas shopping, pick out stuff we wanted. But it was like fun to have like a fun meal together too. We went which to like I the love, melting pot. Because I love deals. But we went to the melting pot, which you don't like fondue. Uh, I can't do fondue. It really freaks me out. Really like freaks it. me out. So that's our idea. Yeah. And we'll report in on how it's going. Right? Yes. And talk it, about it after. Yeah. So you can find highlights with what's going on with us on Instagram at One Delightful Shop. We'll put links to some of the ideas of things that we're doing in the show notes. And... It's pretty simple, but we'd love to hear if this is something you've done before or if this is something you might try this year. Or maybe if you have any ideas of like, what do you do to make the Christmas season less hectic um, to focus on what's important and to really enjoy celebrating with your family? Great. We're going to end today's show with what do you recommend where we make a holiday recommendation about something that we like in the world okay so philip you start us off what do you recommend ah that was so passionate and i appreciate the passion because my recommendation is something that we're both very excited about and it's just a holiday twist on something you have recommended before i can't talk about it enough (laughs) guys it is great british baking show holiday season One, the great (laughs) British baking show, American version, is going to be starting on ABC starting Thursday, December 6th. You've memorized it. I have because I'm just counting down the days. So the judge that um, sexually assaulted someone has been fired and they replaced That ruined our advent last year. That ruined our advent last year, um, has been replaced by the British version and so the American... So is Paul Hollywood doing this Is going to be on it. That's oh, great wow. news, right? With those piercing blue eyes. Um, so the American Great British Baking Show, it's like the holiday baking show or something like that, starts every Thursday on ABC this week, and we're going to be watching it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And on Netflix, there's actually holiday Great British Baking Shows that just came up. So you can search for that. So let's say... You want to have a goal, like you want to set an advent goal of trying to watch one great British baking show type show every day for advent. I bet you could come pretty close (laughs) with all the festive baking options that have been given to us this year. Yeah. And if you don't like the great British baking show, we're sorry, but we're probably going to keep talking about it. Right. I actually think that for 2019, one of our goals is to transition this from like a simple living podcast Mm -hmm. to more of a podcast that's like a great British baking show like fan podcast yeah (laughs) that would be bizarre (laughs) and it might be the only one like that (laughs) yeah that's true that might be a unique thing that we could offer to the world um so Katie what do you recommend this week so my recommendation is our holiday gift guide 
holiday gift guide. Which I have mentioned before, but there's still lots of great options on there. And now, honestly, it's probably the time of year where people are starting to feel like the crunch right. of holiday shopping. Like you're going to have to put your online orders in soon to make sure they get there before you leave for Christmas. Yes. So well, it might be a good time to mention that again. And Black Friday just comes so early. I feel like nobody in my family knows what they want yet. And so half the time I can't shop on Black Friday. So if you're like me and you're still Christmas shopping, we have some great ideas for you. And the link to this is in the show notes as well. That's going to do it for this week's episode of One Delightful Holiday Podcast. And if you would subscribe, maybe say, I love this podcast, maybe tell a friend about it. In the form of a review, not just out loud, (laughs) which we appreciate. If you want to say it out loud, that's fine. But we're saying yeah, if yeah. you could leave a review on Subscribe. iTunes, that would help us a lot yes. more. Yes, especially if you were like, oh, five stars. I'm a little bit punchy today, aren't I? Yeah, you are. So <laughs> if you want to find links to anything we talked about in today's episode, you can find those in the show notes or on the podcast blog page. And you can connect with us on the internet at wonderlightfulshop.com, Instagram at wonderlightfulshop.com. And that's about it. Have a great week. 